the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Daniel distinguished himself above all the other government administrators. And we're told it's because there was an excellent spirit in Daniel. The spirit of God was in Daniel. If you're born again, the spirit of God dwells in you. And, and when we walk in the Spirit, the Holy Spirit of God produces fruit in us. Is the fruit of the Holy Spirit evident within your life and walk with the Lord? As you listen to today's message from Pastor Dan, he shares with you that when you have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, it is evident to all. Daniel had the Spirit of God with him. That's what distinguished him from others. He had the Holy Spirit guiding him. Pastor Dan encourages you that if you have been born again, you have received the Spirit of the Lord. The Holy Spirit is with you to produce good fruit in your life for the kingdom. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Daniel chapter 6 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. So now we come into chapter 6, and it says in verse 1, It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 satraps to be over the whole kingdom, and over these three governors, of whom Daniel was one, that the satraps might give account to them, so that the king would suffer no loss. Uh, The Medo-Persian Empire was quite large. I have a picture for you to give you an idea here, a map. I love maps. Maps are so great, if you want to bring that up for me. This is the Medo-Persian Empire. So this is Greece over here, so it it extends from Europe down into northern Africa, uh, across the Middle East, all the way over to India, modern-day India. Huge empire. Huge empire. So to govern and administer over this massive empire... Darius divided the empire into 120 regions and then set up 120 satraps or rulers over each region. And then over them, Darius set up three governors. So he's, he's, he's establishing, you know, a government bureaucracy or hierarchy to rule over this massive empire. We're told that Daniel was one of the three governors put in charge over the administration of the entire empire. And we're told that the 120 satraps gave account to the three governors, it says, so that the king would suffer no loss. Uh, One responsibility of those 120 satraps was to collect taxes from the people in the region that they governed and then pass those taxes on to 
uh, the king. And so because of that, uh, of course, people being people, right? Uh, there's an opportunity there for corruption and dishonest, dishonesty uh, and, and the opportunity possibly to, to steal some of that tax money and line your own pockets. So Darius appointed these three governors to ensure that he suffered no loss of revenue. You know, just to kind of supervise things, to keep the satraps honest. And so verse 3, we're told, look at verse 3. Then Daniel distinguished himself above the governors and satraps because, here's why, an excellent spirit was in him. And the king gave thought to setting Daniel over the whole realm. Daniel distinguished himself above all the other government administrators. And we're told it's because there was an excellent spirit in Daniel. The spirit of God was in Daniel. If you're born again, the spirit of God dwells in you. And, and when we walk in the spirit, the Holy Spirit of God produces fruit in us. It's called the fruit of the Spirit. And the fruit of the Spirit, are, are dis, are dis, it's described for us in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit, singular, is love. And it's demonstrated by joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. So as we walk in the Spirit, meaning we yield control to the Spirit, we obey the Spirit of God that dwells in us as believers, the, the natural byproduct of walking in the Spirit is the fruit of the Spirit is produced in our lives. In addition to the fruit of the Spirit, the Bible also tells us the Holy Spirit gives each believer gifts, gifts of the Spirit. And the gifts of the Holy Spirit are listed uh, in 1 Corinthians 12, Romans 12, and Ephesians 4. One gift of the Spirit that's mentioned in Romans chapter 12, verse 8, is the gift of leadership, the ability to lead. Now, I believe that Daniel had the gift of leadership from the Holy Spirit that made him a good leader. And he distinguished himself as a leader among leaders. The Bible also tells us that the Holy Spirit empowers us so that we live lives that are a witness for Jesus Christ. Acts chapter 1, verse 8, Jesus said to his disciples, but you shall receive power. In the words dunamis, we get the word dynamite from it, or dynamic. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. So we can be empowered by the Holy Spirit when the Holy Spirit comes upon us as believer, believers. And I, I believe the Bible teaches the empowering of the Holy Spirit is different or separate from the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Uh, in Luke chapter 24, Jesus told his disciples to wait in Jerusalem until they were endued with power from on high. This is just before he ascends back to heaven. One of the last things he says to his disciples is just, just wait here. Don't do anything. Don't try anything. 
until you are endued with power from on high. Now, when Jesus said that to his disciples, they already had the Holy Spirit dwelling in them. They were indwelt by the Spirit, but he's telling them to wait for this additional experience with the Holy Spirit, where they're endued with power from on high. And that came on Pentecost, Acts chapter 2, when the Holy Spirit is poured out on the believers there in Jerusalem. That's when they're empowered by the Spirit. That's when the Holy Spirit comes upon them. And that's when Peter stands up and he preaches that sermon and 3,000 people get saved and baptized uh, there in Jerusalem. So when a believer is empowered with the Holy Spirit, then their, their life becomes a witness for Jesus Christ. And the great thing is, is we can just ask for the empowering of the Holy Spirit. We can just pray and ask God to empower us by His Spirit so that we can live as witnesses for Christ, so that you can be a witness at work or so that you can be a witness at home with your kids or a witness at school, a witness with your neighbors, wherever it may be, so that God can make you, make your life a witness for Him. Daniel here, he distinguished himself above the other administrators because an excellent spirit was in him. Daniel's hard work, his diligence, his integrity, his loyalty, it got noticed by Darius. And so we're told that Darius gave thought to setting Daniel over the whole realm. Darius considered restructuring the whole hierarchy of the government to create a position just for Daniel, where Daniel would be in charge of everything. Now, there are many verses in the Bible that talk about integrity, having integrity and, and diligence in our work. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 3 says, the integrity of the upright will guide them. Daniel's integrity guided him. Uh, Proverbs chapter 10, verse 9, he who walks with integrity walks securely. Colossians chapter 3, verse 22, there it says, Bondservants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh. Listen to what it says. Not with eye service as men pleasers, but in sincerity of heart, fearing God. And whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. There we're told to serve, to work with sincerity of heart. And whatever we do, we're to do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men. And he says here, uh, don't do it with eye service as men pleasers. You know what that is? That's, that's, eye service is when you work hard when the boss is around and he can see you or she can see you. But as soon as the boss leaves the room, you know, you're just watching YouTube videos at your desk and you're not doing anything. That's eye service. Isn't that amazing that, you know, Paul writes this 2,000 years ago and people were like that 2,000 years ago, just as they are today. You're to do your work as unto the Lord. And being a good employee is one way to let your light shine before men. Again, Darius was, was just thinking about putting Daniel in charge. He, he didn't do it yet. He's just thinking, he's just considering it. Somehow it gets leaked that Darius was considering this. And so verse 4 
So the governors, note that, and the satraps sought to find some charge against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could find no charge or fault because he was faithful, nor was there any error or fault found in him. And notice it wasn't just the satraps that conspired against Daniel, but the other two governors also. So, you know, you know every high-level government official is conspiring against Daniel. They don't want Daniel in charge. And so they sought to find some accusation they could bring against Daniel. We'll return to Pastor Dan's message in just a moment. First, Pastor Dan would like to tell you about the new Calvary Chapel Ellicott City app. We recently launched an app for our church and we're really excited about it. It's designed to keep you connected to our radio ministry, Ring of Truth, as well as to our church, Calvary Chapel. And get this, we have over 1,200 sermons on the app. The app is super convenient, it's easy to use, and allows you to listen to Bible studies anytime, anywhere. So download the app right now, search for Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in your app store, or just follow the links on our website at calvaryec.com. What a great way to stay connected to Scripture. Now, back to today's message on Ring of Truth. We don't know why, it doesn't tell us, but they they want to destroy Daniel. It's not just that they don't want him in charge, they want to destroy him. They want to make sure this guy never holds a position in the government again. They want to destroy his life. Maybe it could be, maybe they were all corrupt, including the other two governors. They were all lining their pockets from the taxes they collected, and they knew that if Daniel's placed in charge, he's going to disrupt the system that they've created, that they benefit from, and so they have to destroy Daniel before Daniel destroys their system. It could be that they didn't like Daniel because of his godly character or his integrity. We don't know. Now, Daniel is a picture or a type of Jesus Christ. Remember, all all Scripture testifies of Jesus Christ. Jesus, Jesus said, I come in the volume of the book. The whole book is about him. And if you think about Jesus, the religious leaders plotted to destroy Jesus. We're told in the Gospels because they were envious of him. And because Jesus disrupted the religious leader system that they had created for themselves, that they had benefited from, Jesus came into a dark world as the light of the world, and the darkness did everything it could to snuff out the light of Jesus Christ. And, and just as with Jesus, in a similar way here, we see they could find no fault with Daniel. They wanted to destroy him, but they couldn't find anything to accuse him of. Any wrongdoing, just like with Jesus Christ. Look at verse 4 again. They sought to find some charge against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could find no charge or fault because he was faithful. Nor was there any error or fault found in him. Daniel was blameless. There was no charge they could bring against him. There was no fault they could find. No error. It says he was faithful. Daniel was faithful. In 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2 says, Now it is required that those who have been put in charge must prove faithful. God's looking for faithful people. God trusts faithful people. 
And they, they, they scrutinized Daniel, and Daniel proved to be faithful. So they couldn't destroy Daniel uh, based on his uh, character or his integrity or the job that he did. And what a testimony, right? There's nothing they could find with Daniel. No accusation they could make against him about the work that he did. And, and again, that's, that's the working of the Spirit in Daniel's life. God, God made Daniel faithful. God made Daniel blameless. And listen, it says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful, who also will do it. God sanctifies us. God is the one who preserves us blameless. As we just abide in Him, God is the one who does it. He makes us blameless. He gives us a blameless character. And so they, they can't find anything in Daniel's work ethic or his performance to bring him down. So look at verse 5. Then these men said, We shall not find any charge against this Daniel unless we find it against him concerning the law of his God. Now here's what happens. These men knew that Daniel would be faithful to God in all circumstances. Now, now would people say that about us? Would people say that about us? Would, would people say, I know he will be faithful to Jesus Christ in all circumstances. Or I know she would never compromise her faith in Christ, no matter what. Or, or I know that they would stay loyal to Jesus Christ and His Word, no matter what may come against them. Would, would people say that about us? Would we have that kind of reputation among the non-believers that know us? That we, we just don't compromise on Jesus. And we don't compromise on His, His Word. That we're, we're committed, we're faithful. Nothing's going to knock us off of that. And so here, here's what they do, and I want, you, I want you to get this. Here's what they do to try to destroy Daniel. They will craft a law that will bring Daniel's loyalty to God into a collision course with his uh, loyalty to the king. And so they're gonna, through, through a law, they're going to put Daniel in a position where he will have to choose between loyalty to God or loyalty to the king. Obeying God's word, or obeying the law of the land. And they crafted this law, knowing that Daniel will not compromise his loyalty to God, and therefore he will disobey this law. They're setting him up. This law was designed to come against Daniel's faith in God, and to use Daniel's faith in God against him, to bring him down. Do you understand? Do you understand what they're doing? Now I believe that we are living in the last days. Now I believe that the Bible teaches as we get closer and closer to the end of this age and as the spirit of Antichrist is at work in the world that we will see laws and we will see executive orders that directly conflict with our faith in Christ. And directly conflict with what the word of God says. And will target people of faith. 
We're already seeing it happening. And it puts us in a position where we're forced to make a choice. Am I going to obey Jesus Christ? Or am I going to obey the government? And and what, what the government demands through these laws will bring us, you know, it comes into conflict with what the Word of God says. And I've, we've, we've seen it happening. You've had a taste of that over the last year. And more is coming. More is coming. I think one of the good things about this is it brings clarity for us. I think if it forces us to think about and determine where do I stand on these things. And I've, maybe we haven't had to think about that before because no one's ever pushed us on these things before. But it brings clarity for us. Of, of where do I stand? What does the Bible say? What does Jesus command me to do? What is the government asking of me? What are they forbidding? What are they saying I'm not allowed to do? And so it's going to bring clarity, more and more clarity for us as believers in Jesus Christ. So this is what they do with Daniel. In verse 6, tells us their plan to trap Daniel. It says, so the governors and the satraps Thronged before the king, they go before the king and said thus to him, King Darius, live forever. All the governors of the kingdom, the administrators and satraps, the counselors and advisors have consulted together to establish a royal statute and to make a firm decree. Now, this is not true. This is a lie. All the governors have not uh, consulted together. They left Daniel out of this group because they're targeting Daniel. So they're lying to the king. And so here's, here's what they're asking of the king, that whoever petitions any god or man for 30 days, except for you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions. <laughs> so according to this decree, the, the people can only pray to Darius the king for 30 days. So just 30 days now, you, 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 you can pray. They're not taking away your right to pray. They're just saying you have to pray to the king. They're telling you who you can pray to. And then look at verse 8. It says, Now, O king, establish the decree. Sign the writing so that it cannot be changed according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which does not alter... According to the law of the Medes and Persians, once, once a law was enacted, it could not be changed. It could not be changed, even by the king. This is uh, one way that the Medo-Persian Empire was weaker than the Babylonian Empire. The Babylonian king, he was an absolute monarch. He could issue a decree. He could change his mind the next minute, change the decree, nullify the decree, reverse it. it you know, He could do that. But in the Medo-Persian Empire, a law or a decree could not be changed. Once the decree was made, it stood. There was no way to alter it. There was no way to amend it or reverse it. It was the law, even if it came from the king. Now, this becomes significant in the book of Esther. Because in the book of Esther, the Persian king issues a decree to kill all of the Jews without realizing Esther is a Jew. But he he can't reverse it. He can't nullify it. And so if you know the story of Esther, what the king does is he issues a second decree saying that the Jews can defend themselves against anybody that tries to kill them. You know, so he's, got to, he's just got to counterbalance that law because he can't 
reverse the law. He asked me how I know, and I say, bring truer than the finest crystal. You've been listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Pastor Dan has been teaching through the book of Daniel. Regardless of the various leaders that Daniel finds himself under, it's obvious through Daniel's accounts that God is higher and greater than any earthly king. He alone holds the dominion and power that others so often strive to attain. Daniel never lost sight of this, and it was only confirmed time and time again, as God came through in unlikely situations. If today's message has struck a chord with you, we'd like to talk with you. Please give us a call at 410-491-4592. That number again is 410-491-4592. You can also send us an email through our website, calvaryec.com. If you're not connected yet with the local church, we highly encourage you to find a church home It will help guide and support you in your growing faith. If you're ever in the Columbia, Maryland area, we'd love to have you join us at Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. Each week, we gather together for a time of worship and Bible study, and we'd love to meet you. Visit our website at calvaryec.com to find directions and service times. Thanks so much for joining us today. Pastor Dan will have more to share from the book of Daniel next time right here on Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that craft and am what I know because I know His voice and it only takes willingness and a conscious choice. You need not guess there's a ring of truth that is unmistakable and knowing that you cannot find alone and General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.